Hello? <laughs> Shut your pie hole. Hello, 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 uh, Big Demi Energy listeners. I was on WWE again this week, and I had the best time ever. I love doing WWE. It's so much fun. I'm like getting to be more friendly with people. Um, I'm not so nervous anymore, except for I am so nervous that instead of saying the correct team name of Retribution, I said Retroration. Like, that's not even a word. It's not even like I said restoration. I said retoration. Made up a new word because I was so nervous. And I, I I, told myself right before, I was like retribution, retribution, retribution. And I said retoration. So, you know, you can't win them all, can you? Uh, there's a new Animal Crossing update. Uh, if you shake a tree, an acorn will fall out. It's pretty fucking exciting if you ask me. Also in Animal Crossing, you can... Catch new grasshoppers and locusts. Locusts are on the trees. Grasshoppers are on the ground. They all look the fucking same. But you can donate them to the museum if you haven't caught that particular locust or grasshopper. Pretty bummed about that. Where are the fucking mushrooms? When do the mushrooms come in? All I want to do is have cute little mushroom logs on my Animal Crossing game. And cute little mushroom recipes. When do we get that? I was thinking this week, I was like, I wonder if The Bachelor is ever going to ask me to do anything ever again since I am now doing stuff with the WWE and then I made a podcast too and I haven't been invited to the La Quinta. Are they done with me? Because I'm trying to build that IMDb profile. You want to know how I remember IMDb? I remember it because I say it's like, I'm Demi Burnett. Does that make sense to you? If it doesn't, <laughs> fucking get it together. Like, come on. Uh, I am DB. I am DB. Like, I am Demi Burnett. I'm Demi Burnett. You probably didn't need that much of an explanation, but just for anybody out there that wasn't catching on to that. But I am very excited for you guys to hear this episode that I did with the Stallone sisters. They are so freaking cute. They're so sweet. I had so much fun talking with them. I could have talked with them all day long. And I don't even want to say anything more because I want you guys to just hear it for yourselves. So now let me introduce you to Sophia and Sistine Stallone. I want to welcome the Stallone sisters, Sophia and Sistine, a Cancer and a Virgo, some of the sweetest girls I have ever met. <laughs> Let's talk some real shit. Hi, girls. Hi, Debbie. Hi. Thank you for coming on my podcast, and I am so excited to chat with y'all today. Likewise. I'm, I'm wanting some big Demi energy in my mm. life right now. Oh, my God. Thank you. <laughs> so you ladies have just started your podcast called Unwaxed. Yes. Will you tell the listeners what it's about and what made you decide to do this podcast? So we were talking about it last year, and we were always kind of going back and forth with the idea of having a podcast. We're like, do you think we can do it? Like, what would we talk about? And we realized there's a lot of elements to like what we would want to do. So we were like, okay, fuck it. Like, why don't we call a show Unwax, where it's basically us, unfiltered, real, genuine. People can connect to us, and it 
go from being talking about sex and dating to business to having on a wizard to having on a zodiac <laughs> person like really make it super diverse that anybody can come on and I just also talk about it. I also feel like um our parents and our my sister like is so overhearing us talk like we don't shut the fuck up <laughs> and our friends are like okay enough and we are those type of friends where we love to give an overabundance amount of advice and we're just like we'll talk 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 to mm-hmm. so finally we're like you know what let's make a podcast where we can just tell more people and talk to more people i mean everyone has a podcast right now but we're like you know what let's just hop on this train and it's been really fun i mean it's i hate the sound of my voice though that's the problem i Me listen too. to myself i'm like i she can't just look. she went i hate the sound of my voice <laughs> <laughs> just totally i swear honestly the first time i listened to myself on recording i wanted to delete it oh same i like have a very hard time listening to my own voice too but i love that you guys are doing this and i think it's so cute like y'all are sisters like i always wanted a sister it's a it's a good and bad thing i think working with each other i think we're let me finish let me finish it's great because we know each other better than anybody else but we also know each other better than anyone else. So then we also can be very blunt and honest yeah. with each other. Like, I think was, when you work with a friend, you always try to sugarcoat things. Yes. And you're like, okay, like, I liked it, but I didn't love it. But with her, she's like, this is stupid scratch it. Or like, I'd be like, that's stupid scratch it. And, and we'll we're just both, go back and forth. Yeah, very sensitive. So we take yeah. every. I feel I feel that hard. though, but like that is like the beauty of it is that you have somebody who is like brutally honest with you. Yeah. Because I. Every time um, I'm asking somebody for, like, advice or, like, asking them, like, what do you think about this or something? And they sugarcoat it because they're my friend. And I'm like, no, don't fucking sugarcoat it. What do I always tell you? Sophia will come to me for advice and then she gets mad at me for my answer. And I go, look, Sophia, (laughs) your friends aren't being real with you. They're not telling you the truth because they're trying to spare your feelings. I'm not. I'm the only one in your (laughs) life that is going to be honest with you. That's true. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. You need that. Like, I I need that. I always call my brother and I'm like... I know you don't understand anything about what I'm saying yeah. right now because you're not part of this world or yeah. anything, but like I need you to give me some brutal honesty because yeah. people are too scared to do it these days. And I personally, to my friends, I give them that brutal honesty. And I'm like, I don't know if you're going to want to hear this, but it's in your best interest. And I feel the same way. And then it sucks when they end up being what you said it was going to turn out to be. And you don't want to say like, I told you so, but mm-hmm. like I also told you so because I'm being honest. And but how I, do your yeah. friends react? Because sometimes their feelings can be real hurt and they just don't want to hear yeah. the right thing. Um, sometimes like they'll either get upset uh, and I can tell they're upset because maybe they won't ask me again, you know, for like <laughs> right. advice like what that. Done. Yeah, they're like, oh no, she's not going to tell me what I want to hear. But then other people are like, thank you for being honest with me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I need that in return. Right. But it's so awesome that you guys are sisters because you guys can be brutally honest and know each other mm-hmm. are not going anywhere. But Definitely. it's been great. Yeah, I think it's been super fun now working with Sistine. I th- we've never really worked like this We're together. now understanding what pushes each other's yeah. buttons in a work environment. So, uh, yeah, we have to tiptoe sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. But, <laughs> but overall, it's been good. It's been really fun. How do you guys feel like your podcast... Oh, God. How do you guys feel like your podcast has been going so far? Oh, my God. The first episode that we shot, we probably talked a mile a minute. And it, it, we were... It was like 55 minutes. Literally, we were just straight. like shouting over each other. We, we couldn't understand the flow of things. Now... We're good. We're calmer. I think that, you know, round yeah, I actually two, think it's it been a much better. better. We had our first episode with Violet Benson, which was really great. She's awesome. And I know you guys were just doing it. You I guys love are crossing her. together. She was super awesome to have on for our first episode. And I feel like it's been a lot better because now we know the structure of things. We know 
how we need to start promoting it, and now we know because no one's really telling us the and details. I also underestimated how much work it is to do yeah. a podcast. Yeah, it's hard, and like you've done a lot of episodes already. I'm sure you can attest to this. It's not easy. Yeah, this is my first time actually doing it in the studio. Yeah, so I mean, where have you been doing it? At home, I do it at home, and like I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing, and so fake it till you make like, it, baby. Exactly, and yeah. I like you know at first I was like kind of panicking, like the first few episodes I was like, oh my god, they suck, like I don't know what I'm doing, mm-hmm. like I don't think this is interesting, and then as time goes on, I feel like it gets better and better. But you guys right. are already like naturals at it. Like Thanks. I told you, you we don't. So it's good. so hard to shut us up. Yeah, like, we will keep talking. We'll be here all day if you want. But you know what I realized is that when we re- released the first episode, we I thought, I'm like, oh, God, I sound stupid. I don't know if we really said anything that people are going to grab and actually like to hear. And then you realize a lot of people aren't thinking of it as deeply as you think they are. Yeah. And so that was like the biggest thing I had to actually realize. Yeah. People you're, just want to hear us talk. Yeah. Yeah. People like, I like hearing it in well, conversations. You're your yeah. harshest critic. Yeah. And so yeah. We, we listen to things that other people don't pick up on. No. Exactly. And we feel like we're supposed to be saying something like super crazy big and yeah. it's like no like relationship shit. Like people, yeah. that's relatable. Like I ain't no Tony Robbins. I'm not going to come out here <laughs> and just like proclaim something and everyone's going to be like. This ain't a TED talk. This ain't, <laughs> this ain't like, I'm not Gary Vee. I can't give you like business advice. But I think that that's what makes us so fun is like we're regular girls that like to just like fuck around and shoot the shit shoot the shit shoot the shit that is my favorite saying i always love to shoot the shit so speaking of shooting the shit what have you guys been doing to cope with this crazy strange time that we're in like what have y'all have like been doing during quarantine anything fun we've been trying to be creative sophie and i go through these weird phases like we went through like a reality TV phase, so, like Housewives of everything, every reality <laughs> yeah. show ever. And then we went through a baking phase and we went through like an intense working out phase and like fuck that phase and over <laughs> it. Um, then we went through a dating app phase and now yeah. what phase are we in? We, a podcast phase. Yeah. <laughs> That's where we're at right now. Right now, yeah. I mean, it's been great because we I think the dating app phase was probably the worst one. Ever. <laughs> that was my lowest that point of quarantine. We joined thus far. a dating app when quarantine hit. <laughs> Like, why would we join it when you can't physically see anybody? But I got something to say. You can't be over here complaining about your experience on this dating app because she hit a home run about six or seven times. Like, she literally matched every single person. Every single person slid in your DMs. You got numbers. You got video chats. Like, you are successful coming out of this app. Me, on the other hand... (laughs) Me, I was telling myself that the app was glitched. I'm like, there has to be a problem because I'm saying yes to everyone and I'm not getting any responses. I had beginner's luck because you've done it before and that was my first time. I think I just got lucky. By the way, I'm still single. So what home runs are you talking about? Well, I mean, maybe just the potential of the home runs. That's what I'm saying. That's true. I actually always find the problem in everybody. And so I'm like, nah. Me too. I'll like match with somebody and they'll message me and I'm like, Actually, I changed my mind. Wait, really? But then whenever I do match with somebody who I'm like, damn, they're fine, Mm -hmm. and I will message them, they don't respond. So then I'm like, I'm done with these apps. Do you message first? Only if they're like somebody sensational that I'm like, oh, I can like, you're super fucking hot, and Mm -hmm. I cannot pass this opportunity up, and I'm going to kick myself if I don't message you. She encourages me to sometimes DM first, and I always never know what to say. It is a bit risky. I mean, girls can kind of say sup. (laughs) Girls can kind of say whatever the hell they want, because I think guys need to be funny. I think so. I think they yeah. need to come in with some. I mean, unless they're super hot and they're like, hey, what's up? I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, you got like really me. Clever. Hi. Oh, hooked it in. But- You've got to be clever with it. And like me, I'm like, 
So say their name is, for example, like, let's just say their name is like John. I'm like, hi, John, I'm Demi. Or I'll be like, mm-hmm. sup. If they look really cool, I'll just say sup. Oh, that's but good. See, but that's had no all success. you have to do. Because, <laughs> no, but you're so pretty. It's like all you, all they need is a sup from you. Whereas yeah. like a lot of guys, I feel like, are pressured to be like, okay, I got to come up with a joke. I got to come up with like something that they wrote on their bio to make it interesting and start with good conversation. And I mean... I got they the sup. Suck. I got the sup thing because Ruby Rose DM'd me and she said sup, and I thought it was like the coolest thing ever. And I was like, so okay. wait, I was like, wait, wait, oh hold my on, God. wait, rewind. I had the biggest crush on Ruby Rose. Same for so <laughs> what long. I still do. What was oh that one God. music video she came out with? That- was she? Did you see it? Where she was a few years ago? She she, t- she was in a bathtub and she like wiped off all her makeup and took the wig off. Oh, and it was showed a, her tattoos. it was a promo for. I think it was like a promo for Orange Is the New Black. Maybe I don't so know. It, maybe not. It was her singing, Demi. If oh. you haven't no, seen no, it, no, no, no I've seen it where she like has like long blonde hair. Yes, and then she like cuts her hair, That's takes when off her the makeup, and becomes like. Or this it was a badass. short film. I don't know what it was. But it, was it was something. So, it was so hot. I was. It was so hot. Hi, Ruby. <laughs> I, saw, hi. I saw her in, um, whenever she was DJing, I saw her in concert in D.C., and it was the best, like, concert that I've ever been She's to. She's a DJ? Uh, yeah, I don't know if she still is doing that, but she definitely was doing that back then. That was in, I was probably 20, so, like, five years ago. Did you say sup to her? No, oh. I just was standing there <laughs> dancing, having the best time of my life. But no, she DM'd me, and she said sup, and I was like, oh, my God, wait, is Ruby Rose hitting on me right now? Oh. And I was freaking out, and then uh, I was like... Hey, uh, I'm just filming right now. <laughs> I'm trying to sound cool. I was like, "What about you?" And she was like, "I was just saying hi because Demi Lovato told me to." And I was like, "Damn oh, it!" Wait, my what? God! But that's also cool that Demi Lovato told her to. Well, Demi Lovato is one of my really good friends. Oh, okay. Okay, so I was like, it. "Damn it!" I was like, "I thought that maybe we were." She about should set to... that up. Uh, I mean, you're like, "Hey, Ruby." <laughs> and you could try. I gave her my. I gave Ruby Rose my number. She hasn't texted me. Shit. I was like, let's all hang out. I'll come. You know what? I'll you miss 100% guys. of the shots you don't take. So you exactly. took a shot. I just did it. But I was so excited. And so I was like, I know how I felt when I got that sup. So now I DM there people like, or message people on dating apps. And I'm like, sup. I need to start doing that. Now, should we get back on it? Mm-hmm. I'm scared <laughs> to get back on it. <laughs> um, so are either of you, I know you might be talking to your ex again, but is there anyone that y'all are like kind of interested in or like how is that going aside from the dating apps, all the dating I, life? I'm like, be ca- honest. You I, I know, are talking to someone, I am, no, no, Sophia. No, um, I am casually. It's like very early on. And, and I don't even how think. How many it, dates? Like five dates? Five dates. It's like so What kind of early. dates are you going on? Because it's quarantine. So, I know. So where do you I go? Mean, he's been pretty clever about it. We've done Ooh. beach picnics and he was really cute. He brought like a blanket. He brought food and like margaritas. I'm like, oh, this is so nice. Um, so we, cute. The restaurants yeah. are kind of open. So we'll go to like some restaurants that are outside. Um, we've hung out at his place, watched movies. I mean, it's. I'm more of a person. Like, I actually like to do things when we're on dates. Like, I don't love just sitting and talking the whole time. I get kind of bored. But, I mean, so far it's been fun. I'll tell you the difference between Sophia's dating in quarantine versus <laughs> mine. She's out with a super cute soccer player, right? She's football player, basketball player. We don't know what he plays. Sorry. <laughs> whatever, whatever. Okay. And um, they're out. They're getting ice cream. And there I am. We're running into them with ice cream alone without someone. That's the difference for our dating experience. <laughs> She's totally sugarcoating it. She was on a non-date date with someone. She didn't know that she was going on a date with someone. Has that ever happened to you where you're 
with a guy friend who's always been a friend, and then he's like, "No, this was a date," and you're like, "Oh, I thought this was a catch-up." No, so that doesn't count not. as a date. No, I know it doesn't count as a date, but yeah. So she's run into two of my dates, two, but not, but not like, what different do you mean? guys. Like unplanned run-ins. One of them was, was planned, planned. <laughs> and the guy was totally freaked out. And I was like, "All right, you need to relax," because I told you before walking in that. Sistine's going to be there. Yeah, his his response to that was, I was very like, negative. Way, I, we were on like going on so many dates. It's been like over a month. I'm like, okay, this is like something could happen. I don't know. And I was like, my sister's inside. What? He didn't even like acknowledge her. Barely. He said he was bamboozled when he met me. I go, me? How did I bamboozle you? What? Yeah. I just wanted to say hi. I and know. then the other time, I was getting ice cream, and then I see her across the street. And, and I, I, told her, I was like, I'm getting ice cream. And so, it ended up being the same ice cream place. No. Yeah. And that was, like, actually oh, unplanned. That was oh. actually unplanned. So that was great. That's so cute. I love, like, the sisterly relationship. I know. It's it good. is fun. And I'm, on the other hand, trying to contain her from texting her exes. Yeah, that's been a constant struggle. You know, it's not even the fact that I want to talk to this person again. It's just the comfortability of already knowing them and not having yes. to start entirely over with someone new. I totally agree. And then yeah. it's hard because, like, you compare, like, every single person you see, like, on a dating app or in, like, the mm-hmm. real life. You're like, well, they aren't all of these things that I'm comfortable with that my ex yeah. was. Like, they don't look like them or that, you know, they – I don't have, like, that – a natural feeling around them where I can just be myself. Like, I feel like I need to put it on for them because yeah. I'm, like, nervous. I don't know this person. And you just compare them to your ex so much. Totally. And then it just leads me to, like, want to keep trying to get back with my ex or, like, having some kind of communication with them. But, like, fuck that. Fuck the ex. I know. I have know? to yeah. keep... I tell myself two things over and over. I'm like, okay, they're an ex for a reason. Yeah. And you're not missing them. You're just bored. So exactly. Like, you just want attention exactly. from someone. And if they didn't treat you the way that you wanted to be treated, even if it's like not as bad as some other situations that people go through are still, it's like we have to remember the standard that we have for ourselves and be like, fuck yes. now, I'm way too good yeah. for that. I'm way too good oh, for that you shit. You got to know your worth. Because I think if you don't know your worth, then you're always going to go back to X, you're going to feel shitty, and it's going to cycle all over again. Yeah. yeah, and you will still have moments where you think about, like, even though like you'll have that like revelation where, like, I know my worth, that person did not treat me near as good as I was treating them, yeah. or, like, how good I deserve to be treated. And then there will be moments of weakness where you'll be like, oh, but remember, like, those times where, like, it was really good and they made me feel like this? And it's like, fuck no, don't think about that. We need to focus on the fact that (laughs) this person (laughs) treated me badly or didn't treat me up to par with how I want to be treated. Yeah, I'm going to quote a movie right now. But this has been one of those lines that I think it was from Perks of Being a Wallflower, so I know it's cheesy, (laughs) whatever. But this line, honestly, I... First time I heard it, it literally <laughs> sat with me. I know. I'm lame. Whatever. No, you're not. But in the movie, he said, we accept the love we think we deserve. Yeah. And that holds so true because I constantly am going for people that I know I can. I know I deserve more. I know I put in more. But I think that that's what I deserve, which sucks. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, so whatever. Yeah. <laughs> no, she's doing better. No, she's doing better because we're I'm, getting there. We're getting there. I don't know about y'all, but I have been feeling like an unproductive sack of crap during quarantine. That is, until I discovered Skillshare. Skillshare is an online learning community with thousands of inspiring classes for curious and creative people. Use that lump on top of your neck and explore new skills, deepen existing passions, and get lost in creativity. Me personally, I joined the class called Productivity Masterclass, 
principles and tools to boost your productivity by Ali Abdal. I struggle a lot with being productive, but this class has showed me how to be more productive in my life in a very wise way. It discusses the principles, strategies, and tools of how to be productive. Ali shares his real-life experiences to help one understand how to be productive without being overwhelmed. I'm always overwhelmed. I love this class, guys. In this strange time, I value this class because I'm often not sure how to remain productive. So you should definitely check it out. Members of Skillshare get unlimited access to thousands of inspiring classes with hands-on projects from a community of millions. And let me just say how affordable Skillshare is. An annual subscription is less than $10 a month. Explore your creativity and get two months free of premium membership at Skillshare.com slash Demi. That's two whole months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. Get started and join today by heading to Skillshare.com slash Demi. That's two free months of unlimited access to thousands of classes at S-K-I-L-L-S-H-A-R-E dot com slash Demi. Whenever you start dating somebody or you're maybe just starting to talk to someone, like just, you know, a new interest. And is it better to play hard to get? Like, is playing hard to get going to secure the bag? How do you secure the bag with this person? I can tell you this straight up. But I always say to Sistine, if you're not playing the game or you think there's no game, you are already losing the game because he is playing the game. Sophia and I play two different games, though. But See, I feel like I, I kind of play more of your game because if it depends on who the person is because sometimes there will be people where I'm mm-hmm. like, yes, I need to play the game. I need to play hard to get right. because they're getting a lot of other people. So if I play hard to get for a while, they're going to want stand me up. more and they're going to want me more and more. But then there's times where I meet somebody and I'm like, we both are just like head over heels for each other. Right. And so then you like fall like so fast for each other. In Demi, such- that's me. I will dive head first into the shallow end of like this love pool. Yes. I'm like, okay, we're, we're compatible. And I'm like, actually, you don't even know this person. Like, Oh my God, I'll do the same but thing. But I'll just fall I'm in like, love. It's been a week and I'm like telling you, I'm like, I think I might love you. But I, exactly. <laughs> oh, but I play not. the game once I've got the person. That's so the like, thing, because if yeah. they're feeling the same way, they're also jumping into that shallow end of the exactly. love pool. Like, you're kind of, it's like this weird vibe where it's just like, maybe like playing pretend almost, where it's just like, we're like yeah. obsessed with each we other. We make a narrative in our head that yes. doesn't actually exist. I don't know yes. how you and then it's like Three weeks later, I'm like, I Who actually don't know you at all. <laughs> and I've been like pretending to be like, you know, mm-hmm. like we're super close and in love and stuff, but I actually don't know you. But then whenever it's a guy who doesn't do that and like, I could tell like maybe he's like a little distant or something I'm like oh I will ignore you for a week and then I know you'll come crawling exactly. back to me like see uh, that's my problem though is that I wish I was more like that because I do I don't I wouldn't say I overthink but I don't like to admit I like someone like it's going to be really a long time until I know for sure that they are into me before I can release that but that's, Sophia that's does the, the thing with like he waited an hour, so you're no, gonna no, wait no, no, time. no. That's not true. Because I'll tell you what I do. No, no. Because I, I really don't know. I, I don't. I'm actually a bad texter. My friends can attest to this, but I don't see the game as actually being a game. Like I don't go into it going, 
all right, like he's not texting me. He's not doing this. So I'm not going to do this. It's more I don't focus on that guy. I focus on every other aspect of my life. That's great. Yeah. But do you take like, do you have that clear moment where you realize like this guy isn't um, like falling for me super fast. He's not super like, you know, trying to text me all the time, obsessed with me. So I'm going to, instead of thinking about how long I'm going to text him back or anything, and I'm going to distract myself so that way I don't think about it. Do you use those as distractions intentionally? I feel like partially, yeah. But at the same time, at right now for me at this moment, I'm like, I'm really excited about this podcast. I'm so focused on it. I'm really excited to like focus on bettering myself. I'm focused on bettering with relationships with my friends. And it's like unintentionally, I don't always put all my energy into the guy. And sometimes that can be bad and good because I think that yeah. it just naturally shows that I don't need you. I'm confident on my own. Like it's if I'm, I'm not good at doing but that. At the same, <laughs> but at the same time, the guy really doesn't know sometimes how I'm actually feeling about them. Like I could be totally head over heels for you, but you really won't know. So Sophia's like emotionally stone wall i would say i'm like i was looking at um at styles of attachment i think there's like a couple of them and i think i'm like avoidant dismissive avoidant or one of those things where you don't like to share your feelings you are very self-efficient and you almost like put up a wall you find one problem with the person you're like oh it's over because you don't want to get hurt yeah and that's the, but so then i'm like forever oh, single no. i love <laughs> no but it's interesting because like that uh i feel like that's a really good way to be and that's something like you said you don't know how to do that mm-hmm. and honestly all you have to do is like say you you know you're kind of giddy like not even like you're falling for someone but you're just mm-hmm. like giddy about someone and they're texting you and maybe uh you're worried that you might be more into it than them or you're just feeling overly excited and you like want to like you know keep going texting yeah. calling yeah. and just to like distract yourself and be like okay like this is how normal human adults act i don't have to text them back immediately I could keep them on their toes a little bit while I'm also doing things that I am more focused yeah. on. Exactly. And guys actually do like the chase. Oh, yeah, they love, love the chase. So you I, can control them so much with the chase. It is, and if you show that you really don't give a shit about them that much, they honestly like, okay, I'm going to find out a way to make her give a shit. Yes. I'm going to make her love me. I'm going to make her do this. Like, have a. I read this book, or Cecilia actually is reading this book. Mm. I stand corrected. It's Why Men Love Bitches. Have you heard of it? No, but I love the oh, title. Demi, Demi, you need to read this book because everything that I feel like we're on the same page with how we approach with guys. Do it I has talked do it? me out of doing so many things of like reaching out to my ex. Like it has talked me out of it and explained why guys won't actually want you after this and why that won't be a good decision or why you shouldn't even like cook a meal for a guy. Like there's so many little hidden tricks in there. Why men mm-hmm. love bitches? If y'all are struggling out there, read this book. I believe it because whenever yeah. I was a bitch to my ex, like I was like, I'm not doing shit. Like I'm not making you dinner. Like you make me dinner, do something. Like I'm exactly. not. And then he would like like me more and be like, Oh my god, baby, I love you. Because guys, then, guys don't like anything easy. Yeah. And then yeah. whenever I was like trying to do nice things for him, he started being like more and more of an ass. And right. I was like, What the fuck is going on here? And like, you know, my dad used to tell me, and this is so funny. Even actually, he told me this this year. I was like, Dad, I never ask you for guy advice, but like what would be one advice you tell me before going on a date or like going out with the guys and he goes be a bitch and i go okay i'm not like a mean person like naturally i'm i'm way more like as much as i'm being a cold wall i'm much more like attentive and i'm a caregiver like i'm very yeah, warm I with people tell. but he's like no not in the sense that don't be an asshole to him but be assertive be okay i don't want to drive 
40 minutes to go to a restaurant that's near your house. You're going to come pick me up and do that for me. Or I like this type of alcohol, like buy me that. Or you can text me first. Like I'm not going to always text you first. I I totally get that because I remember one time like I was fighting with my ex in my apartment and I said, get the fuck out of my apartment. And he was, well, he was acting like he was like going to leave and we were like fighting and stuff. And I said, get the fuck out of here mm-hmm. and he drops his backpack down and sits on the couch and he was like let's talk about it and i was See? like what the gotcha. fuck is wrong with you people <laughs> like, sometimes what? growing up i'm like these girls that i used to just think are crazy i'm like why do they all have like serious relationships yeah. so they always have a boyfriend because men like the to game. be controlled also yeah. they like to be told what to do mm-hmm. and they know how to play the game they've mastered the game yeah mm-hmm. they have mastered the game it's literally all a game and then it gets to the point where hopefully one day it's not a game anymore yeah but like the beginning stages of dating i fully believe are a game and Absolutely. i think that if you're not playing the game you're out of here like yeah, you're same. not yeah you're losing you're not like mm-hmm. it, it's a fact like nowadays dating we're all young we can have anybody we want. We have social media that gives us access to everyone. Right. If you don't know how to play the game, you're not going to end up with anybody that you probably want to end up with. Totally. Yeah. And I think it's so different from when I was like in high school to now with like we have Snapchat, we have Instagram, we have Facebook, we have, oh my God. I mean, dating apps. And it's so chaotic and how to communicate. And I mean, most, isn't it like 80% of our communication is through actions and things. And so it's now we have to base it really on our words. And so yeah. you have to figure out that whole game and navigating that. And it's really hard. What you have to do is you just have to like turn, like put your phone away and go do an activity. Can y'all yeah. write me like a list of rules to this game? Because <laughs> I I can't play it. I'm bad. What I like to do is I'll, like I'll catch a guy like I'm reeling him in Jesus so I'll get a guy and then I'll have him on a leash like a retractable leash so then I'll let the leash go and he has like room to potty and like be free with his boys and then like I'll yank that leash wrap back in and but they but I've found that I I give a lot in a relationship too much often too soon and then they're like oh well she's boring I already saw everything that I needed to see we break up every single one of my exes in quarantine has come back and tried to get and back into my life. And it's always when they lose me, they want me. Oh, yeah. That's what guys do. Like, what the hell? They, you have, they can't have. Boy, girls, like, you had me. We'll break up with a guy or a girl or whoever. Like, we'll break up with them one day. And then the next day, we're like, okay, I take it back. A mm-hmm. guy will not want you back until two weeks later when he realizes he ain't shit. And then yeah. he's like, damn, I, that was like maybe even longer than two weeks. Maybe like a month or two. And then they're like... Oh wait, that girl was actually really good to me, and I'm like, I'm not taking no take backsies, like no double that. dipping here. No, no like no. you had your chance, you blew it. You're gonna blow it again. Yeah. I know your character. Mm-hmm. I know who you are. Fuck right. that. I think there's also my guy friend told me this in terms of a relationship when you're developing one with a guy. He said that you can be super attentive over text for like a day, like you're texting him back and forth. It's super great conversation, and then the next day be a complete ghost. Ooh. Yes, ghost and them, and then when if they freak them out, up. yeah, because if they freak out, you're just like, oh, sorry, I was busy all day yeah. today. Like, and like the large scale of things, you think about how you were dating someone, and then when you broke up with them, they reach out again. In a small scale, it's like you text yeah. a ton, and then you ghost them. Like, is she? What, where is she? Like, and why they, doesn't she give a shit? They freak out. They freak yeah, out. The best words to say to someone or no words at all silence is the ultimate killer mm-hmm. and will get under anyone's skin better than sending an aggressive text better than saying like <laughs> fuck you for a b and c like saying nothing or over we'll on social media yeah none of that like saying <laughs> nothing will drive someone up the wall 
Because you're oh, like, what yeah. the hell are they thinking? Oh, yeah, that's been happening with me and my ex. Like, I'm stupid, and I was trying to talk to him, and he didn't respond to me, and it drove right? me up the wall. Exactly. And then yeah. I ended up being psycho, and I was like, you're a fucking bitch. <laughs> See, it, it happens. So you, you need I'm to block, I block them. Call, good, like, good, I can't good. anymore. Call me, because I'm the one that, ret- yes. like, I restrain her from doing all this stuff, because I'm like, what would happen if you did it? See, I need that, because my friends, they I'll just laugh it. at me, because they're like, Demi, you're crazy. And no, I'm Demi, like, no, FaceTime I'm us very... if you have the urge to yeah. text your man. FaceTime us. I like that. Yep. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. So whenever you guys like are in relationships, um, have you guys been in long relationships? Yeah, I was in one for <gasps> two years. I The last long relationship was probably high school for me. Mine only lasts like two months. You're a little wild child like me. I because like I it. get bored. And so that do sounds, I. So do that I. That sounds bad. It's just that I feel like I'm always the entertainer and I'm the funny one and I like to make the restaurant plans. Like no one ever plans like the trips for me. Like I'll do it yeah. for them. And then when I'm burnt out and I've run out of things to do for them and they can't possibly see the efforts that I put in, I'm like, all right. I get it. I get over it really quick, too. Yeah, Yeah, I feel that. But so you were in a long relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, How do you feel like, uh, what would the the best pace of a relationship to go? Like, do you think that, like, playing the game and then, like, slowly getting started into a relationship is the best way? Or if it feels natural to, like, jump all in? Like, what what's a good pace? For me, I felt like with that relationship specifically, <laughs> <laughs> um, in the beginning, I think there is a little back and forth, a little cat and mouse game. You definitely need to feel each other out. Kind of see. I think that's the fun part, too. Like, yeah. I like... So much fun. I like seeing what makes them tick. I like seeing a guy going... Oh, where is she? Or like, I like seeing him out with his friends. Like, we're not talking to each other, or we are talking to each other. But that that gets old very fast. If you want something more than that, then you really do need to be vulnerable to that person, and hopefully they reciprocate. I think that's really hard for guys is to open up. And so once you get to that point, I think after, I wouldn't say you should do it for more than like a month and a half or two months. I mean, depending on how many dates you're yeah, going, I, I think like, also how long you've been hanging out. Yeah, like, if you it depends if you're trying to get a long term relationship. You got to give the man something, you know, yeah. you can't keep pulling away, bringing and pulling. Like, it depends what you want. I also think I, and I mean, I feel like everyone can do whatever they want when it comes to sex and stuff. But I do believe that sometimes waiting a bit does help. But I mean, it depends on also the relationship. I'm way too horny for that. See, that's She's just like, like I got I, no time to wait. No, I cannot wait. I can restrain myself. Maybe that's not a good thing. <laughs> no, I'm all of, I'm like, please, like, I'm kind of thinking like, is it too abrasive if I like start talking to a guy and I'm like hey do you have a big cock like no by the way I I need to know you know what's funny is that I definitely in person like likes to wait a bit but I don't but have these any are the hard back whenever questions. I say I ask those questions like I say funny stupid shit and they're like I I'm not- definitely like that like I'll oh, develop in the know. beginning like with a FaceTime sort of relationship oh, I'm like a I first love- date fuck and like and maybe I, hey. but I'm, I'm also like I'm not first date fucking everybody like I no. rarely date people yeah. but like if I you know if we're on a date and we go to a restaurant we get some wine in me I'm like hell yeah I'm horny you know what like, if you're feeling it, it. if you're feeling the moment he's feeling the moment absolutely go for it I mean yeah. why not it's but just... I've actually been having a conversation with my friend lately and she's been feeling like she's been like ruining a lot of potential relationships she's like because I move too fast too soon with these people and I'm like I don't know if that actually matters like I don't know like what well, I think it, it's it, because if you still like if you do like hook up with somebody on the first date, if you still ignore that dude for a week, mm-hmm. he's going to be up your ass. Yeah, yeah. like he's absolutely. still going to want to try to talk to you again. Yeah, it's if you hook up with him and then you act really needy. Then that's yeah, I was going to say it's what happens afterwards. Like if you have because you're so much fun and you have so much to offer other than just 
sex so guys want to be around you like they gravitate towards you but if you have if you feel like or you don't offer anything else in a relationship then they're gonna say okay like what else is there to stick around for yeah because i I feel like you don't also want to base the relationship right off the bat on sex like that i think that's the thing is when you have sex with someone on the first date and that's totally good yeah especially what you do after does dictate how you want to go forward if you're really into this guy there's definitely ways to go around it or like whoever you're going out with to start an actual relationship with them but i think if you if it's consistent like okay every time we go out every time we fuck i was gonna say yeah end up being oh i'm just gonna call her for a fuck but if that's what you want great go here's a pro tip Mm -hmm. if you have sex with someone on the first date just fine go out with him a few more times and try to refrain and then restrain yeah same Oh, is it <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, it's same. Okay, so, so try to so. try to refrain from more. sex, and then <laughs> that would probably show that you know you wanted something more serious right. as well. Sometimes it's like you don't want to give them everything, but then also you got to think about what you want too. I know, mm-hmm. and I'm just I'm overly horny. You know what it is? There's a there's a really bad double standard about it. Mm-hmm. Men can have sex with as many women as they want, and they're the man. But girls do that, and they're labeled a slut or whatever. Or I think today a, it's much better for women. I think that we are yeah. now start owning our our own bodies, and yeah. we're starting to feel like I, I feel like way more confident to do things that are probably back then like known as like explicit or whatever. But I, yeah, I feel like today even guys are starting to get used to it more because we're more of it. I hope so because it's like girls I are do. horny too. Just as horny as men. I don't understand. Oh like, God, why we have to so pretend horny. like we're not. No. I'm so horny. My ex, he was like, you are the horniest person I ever... Like, every time we would fight, he would be like, you're just in this for the sex. I was <laughs> like, like, is like, that probably? a problem? <laughs> I'm like, well, I love the sex, but like, are you stupid? I would not be with you 24-7 if I was just here for the sex, because you won't fuck me 24-7. Thank you. <laughs> so what's the we, point? <laughs> I do like conversation, too, honey. Yeah. I was like, I'm just trying to have fun. Um, but... I guess enough about relationships because we've talked about that a lot and mm-hmm. I know that my listeners would love to hear about this kind of stuff from you guys because you guys are both very gorgeous girls oh, and everyone's into like skincare and makeup these days so let's just go over real quick like about what your go-to skincare and makeup mm-hmm. products are. So Sophia and I actually had really troubled skin like we had this thing called keratosis pilaris. What is that? So it's a it's genetic... genetic and there's no cure arms. for it. A lot of pe- it's like those bumps. bumps on your arms that like a lot of people get. Okay. And lucky me got it all over her face. So from like I would say middle school to maybe until I was 20 years old, like I had it all over my face. So it looks like a giant rash all over your face. So we finally sort of got our skincare routine down. We use like we exfoliate with a silicone brush, yeah. and we use. Um, I think you and I do different things. yeah because for me i realized so in the beginning of quarantine i was like you know what i don't have like a good skincare step everyone's using toner then this and that and that and so i started doing that i'm like okay let me get on this bandwagon and my skin freaked out it was like breaking out it was red it was not reacting well and then i just cut that all out and i was like you know what i'm gonna do very minimal things so i honestly would wake up splash kind of water on my face a bit and then at night, I actually fully take my makeup off, use moisturizer, use wash, like whatever, and go to bed. And that has changed my skin because yeah. I I think it, every skin is different. But for me, I realized the less I do, the better. Well, I feel like a lot of the products that they make out there for skin, it's all just a con. Yeah, you know? It's absolutely. like, this is completely unnecessary. Like, yeah. I don't use a toner. I use yeah. wa- face wash and moisturizer. That's and all that's I do. And my skin's great. I think as well, like... Um, 
I felt in the beginning of quarantine like super ugly and I was like my skin's heinous and I'm pale and I uh, you know all the shit so I just bought these like tan luxe drops for your face oh my god that's what I use okay <laughs> I got, I got her if, if, you, if you guys don't have these get them at Sephora they're called tan luxe it's tan yeah. luxe and then the facial drops the and facial it has drops. changed my you life guys, nothing makes you feel more confident when you wake up looking like you just got back from Mexico it seriously makes <laughs> your face yeah. like perfectly tan like what it, the hell it's changes. the best thing I've ever So that, that is a big game changer for me. And like, I am obsessed with makeup. Like, I've watched tutorials. I watched my mom and then I got better at it than her. And then I started watching, like, <laughs> I know, yeah. people, she, like, she always had, like, the most beautiful makeup growing up. Like, I was mm-hmm. so fascinated. I'd always watch her do it. She did, like, this beautiful, like, smoky cat winged eyeliner every day. And, like, she likes to wear a lot of makeup, which I love because I love wearing a lot of makeup. And uh, if you don't, like, you're lucky because I need it. <laughs> I love it. Too. I love it. I so love I'm like so and Sophie and I are so into like tutorials and trying new trends and like if there's something out there that's like oh my god you do like you bake and then you put foundation on I'm like let's try it. So we're mm-hmm. always like it's a fun time right now especially being home like just to do fun things like my little sister and I were doing like really fun beautiful drag makeup the other day just because oh my god, so, fun. so much fun. We so. are obsessed with RuPaul's Drag Race. So no 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 you're not. Oh <laughs> no no no. no. I'm seriously obsessed. Who's your favorite winner of all time? I um, think I don't have a favorite. W- oh, 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 uh, Sasha? Sasha Velour. Yeah, I was gonna say Sasha. Was wasn't she Sasha Velour? Didn't she win? Isn't she on WWE? No, Sasha Velour. Yeah, she was season nine. Yeah, season nine. Sasha Velour. And then I actually love. Yes. Why am I? I'm forgetting. Also, Bianca, Valentina. Bianca Del Rio. Yes. No. Yeah, and Sasha I, Velour. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She's the one who took her wig out and yeah, shook with out the roses. The roses. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was a that moment. Video. That was like oh one of the biggest God. reveals in his. So we love Valentina, and even though she didn't win. Valentina. And I love. It's me, Valentina. I love. Miss I have a portrait. <laughs> me too. I have a portrait of uh, Valentina in my house. Stop. I like got it from this artist. I bought it from them, and it's like Valentina, and she has the mask on, like you know, because yes, I'd like to keep it on, please. Yes. So oh. she has that mask on, that and then so her little thing on her head is a coronavirus molecule and it says I'd like to keep it on please talking about her that's, that's so amazing. cute oh so my gosh Sophia and I have been saying it's such a dream of ours to be um, a like guest, guest judge me too I'm dying I'm dying yeah. to be a guest well, judge I know on that there. they're doing a show now where people are coming on like stars like I saw that, um, remember like Madison Beer oh, was on oh, it um, and they dressed all-star. up all-star one so, oh, they did. Um, and they have guys celebrity drag race. Yeah, yeah. So basically, they come in and like famous drag. Yeah. Well, race why the hell didn't they call me? I don't know why didn't they call us. I was like, we I, should definitely do. I give them so much free advertisement. Like, are they? Are you kidding me? Right. <laughs> I want to dance for my life. Manifesto. It's gonna happen. I want to lip sync for my life. I know. Oh my gosh, did you guys hear about Chichi Devane? She passed away. I did. It was like Wait, two days ago, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, it was very recent. Yeah. Yeah, she passed away. Uh, what was it up? I'm not actually sure, but um, it just yeah, really R. bummed R. me out because she had that really great lip sync that like changed my life. And which one? Uh, it's like the one where I'm a terrible singer, but it's like, and I'm telling you, oh, oh my, yes. yes, and it's she's in like the black and white, and she's like, I'm not going. <laughs> oh my god, yes. Oh, that's god. terrible. Yeah, but uh, she left a great legacy, and she's mm-hmm. very loved. But rest oh, yeah. in peace. Come here. I 
love that you guys love Drag Race because yeah, none yeah. of my friends ever do, and I always sit there and I make them watch it. I'm no, like, it's sit a, on my couch. It and was watch one of those me. shows where I was like, I don't really know what I'm watching yet, and I'm just like keep going, and then I couldn't stop. Like, I well, went, what is happening next? Because these makeup um, artists are insane. Oh, they're I mean, so talented. Demi, I'm about to turn you on something. Have you seen RuPaul's Masterclass? Um, I it's have like seven watched, episodes. I've watched the trailer for it, actually. Okay. I've watched all seven or eight episodes. I probably cry. It's unreal because it's the legend himself talking as Rue, talking about everything that goes into it, about the confidence, the character, and then he gets into the makeup and then the padding and then the outfits. And then um, he does a tutorial like doing drag on someone else and explaining it. I mean, it's amazing. So I should definitely watch it. A hundred percent. Okay, I will totally go watch it because yeah. I'm obsessed with RuPaul. Like, yeah. Uh, Wait, Masterclass? He's my yeah, ultimate like, you know, idol. Masterclass. Yeah, yeah they did that. one of RuPaul. I mean, just oh the God. trailer alone, I was watching it and I was like, oh my God, I have tears in my eyes. <laughs> I need to see that. I mean, if anyone has confidence, it's him. Oh, he's my idol. He's the idol it's that insane. I will never, like, I, I don't want to ever meet because... I don't, I, I don't want it to be ruined, like my fantasy of him in my head. They always say never meet your idols, but yeah. you still probably be disappointed. Wait, so I, I exactly. worked with this this makeup artist, and I mean, it's all hearsay, but this is what she told me, that she was on set working with RuPaul one day, and that when he came in into the studio as like, just Ru, right? And he was just like, he was really nice, he's talking to people, he was just like, hey, what's up? Cool, cool, cool. And then he gets into full-on drag, and she goes, it was amazing he became his character like he literally embodied rupaul and was a diva and acted as the costume i mean it was awesome like i was like that is so cool that he fully transformed i want to have a double life like literally hannah montana like full double life it was so cool imagine having a whole other persona where people really just like oh no that's her like it's okay like i want to act up every drag queen that i talk to and i'm like oh my gosh like i want to do drag i want to have like another personality they all say oh my gosh do it do it i'll put you in drag like that right no they are so open to women doing it too i think this is why we love halloween no, like, it is I my, will tell you, favorite time I, of year. my closet is full of wigs. Like any, yeah, I will is. literally come into the kitchen like in a wig. Every I time I see, it. I don't have any wigs, but like a lot of my friends have wigs, and I, if I see so one of their funny. wigs, I just walk out with it on. I'm like, Demi. I need a wig on at all times. Like whenever there's one available, a, I just went to a party and it was a wig party, and I wore this like, and I don't usually look good in wigs. It was like this short little bob one. That's mine. I can show <laughs> you. I swear, I was like. I almost wanted to cut my hair off. I'm like, I need to do this. Like, oh my I need God. to change my No, you know what? Look. Go to a sex wigs shop. The it's the best wigs. I love wigs. Literally, this is. Look at this. <gasps> oh my God. So cute. Right? So fierce. I was like, I. Oh my God. I was like, this needs to <laughs> no, be No, like- that's what I'm saying. Like, my friend and I will wear wigs, come up with completely different personas, and then we will, you know, just go to bars, go bar hopping, go to restaurants, That's actually and just, like, be these new people. Oh, so one time I was at a restaurant, and my I was in my friend's car, and I found this wig, and it was, like, a short, black-haired, banged bob. Hot. And I was, like, we were going to a restaurant, and I was, like, fuck it, I'm wearing the wig in. And I Good. put this wig Stop. on, and we're sitting, I was, like, super hammered, and we're, like, sitting at Catch, and I'm, like, sitting there Stop. laughing, and all of a sudden, Jamie Foxx walks up, and I, like, never met him before, and I just snatched that wig <laughs> off my head, and I was, like, hey, I'm Demi. <laughs> Stop, you should have gone with it. You- well, he was looking at me and I said and I like snatched it off my head I'm into this I think we all go out to dinner wear wigs actually look 
probably really good in the wigs, have a different persona, new name, different name. Oh yes, and go yeah. out and meet people, and but like yeah. they don't know who we are. We like, com- no. like I love get it. contacts. Like let's actually go we, all. We out. can have like a whole like character that we're like pl- portraying. Oh absolutely. Yes. When I was at this wig party, I didn't even know my friends did this, but they had a whole like bio. Like they all they all stood up in a row. Yeah, we were all sitting on the couch, and each one came up. She was like, "Hi, I'm Brittany. I'm from Vegas. My dad's a drug dealer. I have a Chihuahua." <laughs> like they were. And it was like five minute bios. I was like, this is hilarious. We should totally do that. Yeah. That'd yeah. be so much fun. I love that. We're going to report back. Yes. <laughs> um, so with, you know, like makeup and uh, everything in life these days and women coming together and meeting each other, there's a lot of times where I encounter women and, you know, there's a part of me that feels intimidated. And I think that a lot of women feel intimidated talking to me. And it's like, I'm not intimidating at all. I don't see myself that way, but sometimes mm-hmm. people are. So I wanted to know like, how you guys respond whenever you uh, meet somebody who you are intimidated by, specifically women, and like how you respond to people who are intimidated by you. Well, I, Sophie and I are definitely what you see is what you get. We're always going to be nice and consistent that way. And we are the same that we don't ever see ourselves like above anyone or we don't walk into a room and like have our nose up a little bit higher you know what I mean so whenever someone is intimidated or they are you know maybe think that they're better like I never if anything it's a flaw on my part where I take it personally because I want everyone to like me so I try really hard just to be constantly nice and then when I don't get that back I take it to heart yeah I think for me on my end is when my friends sometimes or even just girls I meet they're like oh my god your body's perfect, you're this, you're this. I'm like, you guys, I have my days where I think my body looks like shit. I have my days where I feel like shit. And honestly, some days I walk into the room and I really don't feel good about my outfit, my makeup, my hair. I'm like, I don't look good to that, that day. And they could be totally intimidated by me because I'll fake it till I make it and I'll act like I'm totally fine. I think once I kind of get to that point with them going, you know what, like, no, I actually don't feel great today, but thank you so much. Or like try to ma- almost bring myself... We all- we have a problem I, where we yeah. cut ourselves down we, I, I a lot. Do, yeah, I do that a lot. To but, make other mm-hmm. people feel better. But, I do that too, yes. But when I meet someone that I am intimidated by, initially, right off the bat, it's so easy to compare. I'm like, God, like I look, like she looks so much better than me or whatever. I try to rewind and go, you know what? No, no, no. I'm not going to be intimidated by this person. I'm going to own myself. I'm going to go up to them and compliment them because they look great that day. And so reframing your mindset is definitely the key when you're going into a room or when you're meeting someone to go into it with that energy because I feel like when you go into an energy with being intimidated by someone you're already going to have like a shitty time and I yeah. think it's just you get out what you put in and I think or you the, put in what you get the best way yes. to sort of just if you're feeling like oh my god there's a there's a woman in the room say if you're walking in with your boyfriend right and you're like oh shit like she's really hot I don't want him to look at her you immediately cut off that awkwardness and you'd be like oh my god your shoes are so beautiful and like automatically even he's gonna be like wow like okay she's dope as fuck like she doesn't need she doesn't need validation from me or anyone else she could just be super cool and honest and I think if you're just a hundred percent like just a down-to-earth person there's not life's too short to be cooler or better act this and that you know what I mean yes and I think I think that a lot of people uh whenever they get intimidated by someone they choose, like, you said the perfect answer. Like, mm-hmm. what you said was perfect. But a lot of people out there 
uh, they get so intimidated that they choose to try to tear that person down yeah. mm-hmm. to make themselves feel better. Whereas I think a better approach is like what you do, and it's respecting the other person, mm-hmm. and, you know, especially if it's a woman, because w- women, we need to be more yeah. supportive of each other. I know we're getting better, but we need to continue now to do it. Now more than ever. And so it's like, okay, I respect that this person's intimidating me. And, like, I need to find security within myself Mm -hmm. to know that this person's, like, not doing anything that I need to hate on. Like, they're just existing, and I think they're awesome. And I want to give them a compliment about something, and then that will break the ice for me. It Mm -hmm. takes practice because I feel like it can get like that when you're on social media, too. I mean, you look at these girls, and they look amazing, their bodies, their hair, and nothing is as it seems over social. They're showing the highlight reel. And I feel like when you walk into a room with a girl— you don't know what's going on in her life. So yeah. maybe you're going to make her day, even if you're so intimidated by her, by just saying your hair looks beautiful. And she could have had the shittiest day, but that compliment will go so far. Exactly. And if you're afraid of giving her a compliment and she's going to be like, you're an idiot for complimenting me, like, who gives a fuck about that person anyway? Yeah, exactly. I'm not trying to talk to them ever again anyway and then I'm I, complimenting them. That's the thing is that I've also done that where I've complimented a girl and she's giving me the shittiest answer like, Thanks. Like, kind of like, like looking at me like shoulder. the cold shoulder. Yeah. That's her own insecurity. Yeah. I'm just gonna go. All right. Thank you. Noted, Noted. that. Noted. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go talk to people that actually want to hang out with me and want to hear me compliment them. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. If if people are going to react negatively to like compliments mm-hmm. and like trying to like you know spread good vibes and everything like yeah. that. I don't need to be around you anyway. Like, yeah. if you're going to be a big asshole like that, right, like, right. not worth my time anyway. Right. But I just think it's an interesting topic of conversation because I know, like, whenever I meet someone I'm intimidated by, like, I'm always like, oh, God, like, yeah. I'm nervous. And then I do, like, what you do, I compliment them. Or sometimes I'll, like, put it in my head. I'm like, well, you know, fake it till you make it. Maybe I'm intimidating. So right. I'm going to pretend like I'm intimidating, too, and just go up to her and be really casual and be like, hey, girl, what's up? And that, I've had so many times where I've met girls where I'm like, they are so much prettier than me. There's so much this, this, this. And then we become friends. And later on, she goes up and she goes, I was so intimidated yeah, by you. you. Never, and I'm yes. like, I was intimidated you by you. You never know what you the dialogue know. of what's going on in someone else's mind exactly it's like we just gotta like appreciate people Mm -hmm. and like you know appreciate beautiful women and all support each other and if people aren't going to give you that back then fuck them move on don't waste another second (laughs) on them um so i have like right before we end this i have a little bit of a deep question for y'all what if you could change one thing in the world what would it be and why Ooh, that's so hard um, I know it's a really hard one to put you on the spot. I'll tell you mine first. Yeah, yeah. Helps. So I would go to um, third world countries wherever they don't have good like uh, sewage systems, plumbing systems. I want to just put toilets everywhere where they mm-hmm. ha- are shitting in holes in the ground. Okay. I think it's I ridiculous and it's unsanitary and it's unhealthy for everyone to be shitting in a hole in the ground. And I would like to go and implement like a, some kind of system with toilets and stuff. Like I love that. You know what I just thought of that this is something that's just been reoccurring and we've been talking about this in our household that I think is horrible is sex slaves and how it's been such a growing trafficking. Yeah, sex trafficking. Within the U.S. Sorry, not sex slaves, sex trafficking. And it's been so growing and it's so horrific. In our country. Oh, it's terrifying. I've heard about crazy things like um, uh, Walmart, underground Walmart uh fucking trafficking Mm -hmm. going on through there. I think it's huge in California and Texas and you're like really big states and so i for me i think that i would just hope that whole thing would just disappear because i can't even imagine like me myself even going through that or a friend or just uh, even girls in general that 
or I think we're on like the rise to like figuring out where yeah. it's all coming from because there's so much secrecy that goes on with especially like high high end people like in Hollywood yep. and stuff and like you know Jeffrey Epstein and like right, all of that stuff right. and like he had like tunnels on his island they're saying that there's tunnels in the US like mm-hmm. that go from like Walmart basements underground and go like all the way across yeah. the country and I mean it's just it's, it's insane it's disgusting. I actually have a uh, little tidbit for girls if you see something on top of your car that wasn't there before like a, like cup, a cup or yeah. something that you're like oh what is that that you'd have to take the time to take it off your car that's usually a sign of sex trafficking like the guy could like come behind you and just because while it, you're not even thinking it gives you an ex- it gives them an extra second while you're reaching oh up to get gosh. that cup. Just, so they yeah. say that if you do see that either go back inside have someone come out with you or just wait a couple minutes or do something where you can kind of like walk around and get away from there until that thing is gone oh my god yeah and so i terrible. read that i know so i've always read about that stuff because i know how quick those things can happen i mean the amount of times i've heard people get raped in a parking garage yeah. that you're like i go to that parking garage all the time like i've i've heard horror horror stories so oh, yeah it's it really is it's so it's hard being a girl like yeah it's, the guys it's honestly it sucks because it's like i don't feel safe unless i have somebody with me yeah and it's so annoying Every that time. these guys can go walk to their car and they don't have that a documentary water, but we have to like i walk around my freaking pepper spray like someone can come behind me at any moment i'm like i don't like to feel like that like, yeah. i want to walk around no, going one like of my friends she got she was in college and she got raped at knife point and then one time I was at my college campus and I knew about this story. Like mm-hmm. this car started driving up next to me as I was walking and I started running. And he goes, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to scare you. He was like, I just wanted to see if you needed a ride. But like he know, was like a nice guy, actually. That's the frustrating thing is like the fact that initially my mind goes I mean, look, there. it's yeah. always good to be safe regardless if the guy was not trying to do it or whether he was. It's always yeah. good to actually be like that more than the other. But it's so fucking frustrating that that's how you have to react. And as women, we always have to be that, like, exactly. turning our shoulder. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I have f- so much fear. Like, my biggest fear is getting kidnapped, murdered, raped, like, all those things. God damn it. I know. And I'm like, I'm a tiny person. Like, what can I fucking I know, do? And we think, like, oh, we can totally fend off these people no, and you kick can't. their ass. Think about a grown-ass man holding you down. Is, I mean, it's so I sad. Like, no. since a young age, her mom's like... If you're in the car, you're gone. You must kick, fight, crawl. I'm like, oh my god, we're little girls, and we're already having to like learn how to fend off like a predator. Yeah, and they say like if you are taken, like don't like comply with them. Like do it, do whatever you can because whatever they're gonna do to you later is gonna be worse. Mm-hmm. Right. So do whatever you can do to get away from them at the time. Scream, fight. If they kill you there, they kill you there. If they don't, then it's gonna be way worse. I would later. rather yeah. like die trying than. It's just disgusting. I'm like, why do we not have, like, so many FBI people, like, trying to find all this, like, sex trafficking? And, like, where... Like, they must all be connected. Like, the dark well, web. Well, I just don't know why it's not talked en- about enough. No. Well, yeah, and if people can get on the dark web and they can do it, yeah. and they can sex traffic on the dark yeah. web, why can't the FBI track them and, like, figure out? Or, like, I mean, I guess the dark web probably has, like, IP blockers and stuff. Right. But still, it's like, shouldn't they be more interested in investigating this and, like, putting a stop to this? So that way the young women of America or women in general of america can feel safer mm-hmm. yeah i just i it just like baz like it, i just can't even comp i see i'm like speechless i can't even comprehend how someone would even want to be a part of that situation or a part of it's, that it's I, I just mental. know what human it's mental yeah yeah do you have one <laughs> yeah i mean mine's like a two-parter because part of it's real like realistic and part of it's unrealistic i mean i always go by like i wish bad things didn't happen to good people so I wish I could just like wave a wand and pretend like oh this little 
innocent boy didn't have to die of some illness. But I think what always frustrates me that I talk about with my mom is that that there so many women die of breast cancer every single year, and that we are able to find a cure to like make a man's dick hard and like and just you know to help male pattern baldness and like help you know what I mean. So it's like how how has that not been a priority? So if that was a if I could just pretend like we had a cure for breast cancer I would because it sucks yeah. you know it's like why do we have Viagra why do we have Cialis why do we like how do we not have this figured out but mm-hmm. we can like it's so crazy that we do actually like there's so many things that are so right. like, tend- yeah. like uh, tendency no that's not the right word there's so or um a, a, <laughs> fuck it there's so, <laughs> many, and there's so many things that are accommodating to like men and so many like yeah. you know any problems that they have like like your dick hardness sorry that's not my fucking no, problem exactly. like you need to figure out how to get it up and if you can't okay like you know I'm yeah. sorry oh, yeah. like you, is sex more imperative than trying to find a cure for breast that's cancer that's my point exactly. you know it's yeah. so frustrating I read a study like a little bit off track about oh my God, women and men <laughs> and birth control so you know when we take birth control we have the classic we have our bloating we're hormonal weight gain weight gain ruined my life ruined your life <laughs> it makes really you a monster it's such a pain in the ass so back they made uh, birth control for men and so this a group did it guys did it and the guys came back saying they never wanted to take it again because guess what they had bloating they didn't feel good mood it was swings mood swings and I'm thinking here we have to take the damn pill we have to put the IUD yeah. in but they can't do anything like it takes two to tango, honey. It's not just yeah. one end. Like, just because we can... Right? I just think it's, like, the image of, like, men being like, I'm bloated. Like, I don't want to take it anymore. Like, yeah. Oh my God, you, welcome to the club. At least you're not bleeding out of your dick hole. <laughs> literally. No, God. Whenever, like, you think about that with, with, like, sex and stuff, like, um, on my period, like, we can just try... Oh, you, you know what? How about this? Why don't you take my period for a week? And we'll just see how that goes. <laughs> they lose their minds. They lose their minds. And they can never. And that's the thing, too. Even whenever you do get on birth control and, like, it'll stop your period and stuff you still don't know like you'll randomly have a day where you're like oh all of a sudden i don't know where i'm bleeding like i don't know what's happening and right. it's like i'm all over the place i'm bloated i'm hormonal i'm bleeding randomly and like yeah. all this stuff i'm just trying not to be fucking pregnant no when i had like, my if you took, yeah, if the guy took the birth control you wouldn't be bleeding at least like, oh my <laughs> god it's it really is the worst thing ever and i mean i i don't know it's so frustrating that these guys can't just take it i know let's switch it up just for like a year you guys take it. We'll be good. We'll be all happy. It's like just not do bloated. something. Thinking of a sec or uh, is it a vasectomy or is that for women? No, that's a vasectomy because they get a vasectomy because they choose side. Okay, so yeah, so a man can, a man can get a vasectomy mm-hmm. and then he can get it reversed and then he can right. get it again. Exactly, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> just have some surgeries. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. Uh, I don't know. Safe sex, right? Maybe use a condom. I hate right. condoms. <laughs> She's like maybe Who likes them? pull out. <laughs> Pull out method. Come all over my chest. That's <laughs> you can't the make best form of birth there. control. <laughs> yeah, like come on my boobs. <laughs> it's hot too. Okay, well, I think I have to wrap it up now, but Aww. thank you guys so much. Of so fun. This was so fun. I feel like I could talk to you guys all day. I know. Well, we're going to continue treat. this with our little wig outing. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. I can't wait for that. We'll take pics. <laughs> um, so uh, make sure that all the listeners out there, you guys check out their new podcast called Unwaxed, which by the way, is it have any referral to eyebrows? Because I noticed that we all have pretty bushy brows going on here. Well, you're actually the first person to think it was about eyebrows and not our vaginas. So yeah. I appreciate that. Everyone's Maybe. like, whoa, what is that? Were you unwaxed downstairs? We're like, 
Maybe it's because I've never had a vagina wax. No, me neither. Me neither. We're literally on wax. We just say we're like lasered and that's it. Oh my God, I need to do that. I'd be it's shaving, I'd be shaving, spreading my ass cheeks with a razor. Like it's, it's work. I think that's the blessing of being single right now is that you don't have to do that all the time. We well, love you guys quarantine. have to refer me to your laser specialist. I will. Oh, I got you. Please help. <laughs> <laughs> um, so check out their new podcast called Unwaxed and follow their Instagrams at Sophia Stallone and at Sistine Stallone. Stay safe out there. <laughs> 